We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 271. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And this is the Is Summer Here Yet episode? I mean, feels like it this week. Oh, I know. Boy, there's lots of things. I mean, we, we took off last week, Memorial Day, but there's tons of stuff. I mean, we had Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you guys go anywhere or do you have to work? Uh, I worked. I don't know. That was last week. It's hard to remember what it is last week. <laughs> yeah, really. I know we didn't go anywhere. We, okay. We, I worked. Yeah. yeah it was it, busy. Memorial Day. Uh, I didn't do anything. I just I just hung around here. And then June 1st came around, which is the first day of meteorological summer mm. and the start of the Atlantic hurricane season. Yeah. I recall June 1st. Yeah. That's a biggie. Yeah. It's a good day. That's that's the official start for me of summer. I like like it being June, right? Blackberries are getting into season. My tomatoes are getting bigger. So we're we're you know you go to the farmers market down at the landing and they got oh that's everything. right on Tuesdays yeah right if you're ever right. in Branson uh, on Tuesday afternoons go to the landing or Hollister <laughs> here we go they got here. one in Hollister oh. <clears throat> oh they do I never mm-hmm. I didn't where's that one I didn't know that one. Uh, you follow the signs. Oh, okay. I just knew the one down it's on, on Chad Street next to the bridge. There's a there's a brick bridge right there downtown. It's oh. right by there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fresh fruits, uh, vegetables, all sorts of things. It, it's an event. And what's cool is, uh, at least either last year or the year before, there was a gal who follows us. That everybody, they, everybody they, follows us. Yeah, well, I know, it's cool. But but there were clouds coming up, and so she messaged us and said, you know, do we need to tell the you know everybody to go home? And so I looked at the radar, and it's like, not yet. I mean, it's not angry. But, I mean, that's that's cool, and that's part of what we do. It's We're public safety and yeah. uh, getting people off of the lake when there's a you know high wind or thunderstorm coming, and then the farmer's market. I just think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we still get questions on the difference between meteorological and astrological seasons. And the easiest way to explain that is meteorological seasons uh, start on the first day of the month of the astronomical season. So is it June 21st, I think, is the solstice? It's around Probably. T- 21st. It's right, right around there. there. Yeah. And the reason we're questioning is because it can change it every varies year. between the 20th and the 22nd sometimes. Yeah, exactly. And it's just easier for record keeping and for they take blocks out of, uh, you know, you can do June, July, and August is quote-unquote the, the hottest part of the year. Then September, October, November would be fall. December, January, February would be cold. And then March, April, and May would be spring. Right. Uh, 
It's just, it's better. Did you find something on that? Oh, yeah, I'm going to look it up real fast. Look it. Yeah, so we, we did that, and uh, we are definitely above average. And <clears throat> while you look that up, I want to explain. We, we were in a really dry pattern, and then around Memorial Day, or right at, before that, actually, the pattern kind of shifted a little bit and, and brought some more moisture in, and we're in that time of year where the temperature gets in the 70s and 80s. We're in the 80s now, and you get that instability going, and you get those afternoon poppers. And we've had many, many days, about a week, I guess, of just, you know, a 30%, 40% chance of some afternoon poppers. It's They're usually vastly not severe, but you may get a, you know, one has some teeth every now yeah, and then. They've been annoying lately for me. Oh, I know, because you have the lightning rule. Right. So, you know, it affects me a little bit. I'm, I like I like a good popper, don't get me wrong. Yeah. We had one right over my house on Saturday. Hail? I, I got nothing. Got pea-sized <laughs> hail. I, got, I picked up a quick quarter of an inch of rain within minutes. That's crazy. And I, I remember that video. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. A lot of Branson didn't get anything, but I right. sure did. Yeah. And, and that's the thing about these poppers. They're just very small, single cell, but you could get some downpour. It's like you said, some mm-hmm. hail. We had some hailers the other day. And the, the typical pattern, they will bubble up, and within, like you said, minutes, they'll just kind of collapse and go away And uh, the, with the energy. And most places generally remain dry. Uh, but, uh, man, if you get under one of those things, you get some... Oh, what? This year, the summer solstice occurs Wednesday, June 21st at 9.57 a.m. That's Central Time, Central Ah. Daylight Time. So 9.57 a.m. Yes. So if you got trees you need to hug or whatever whatever they do. do. (laughs) I think I'll be eating breakfast at that point. The longest day of the year, you know. Oh, that's right. What is that word? Equilux? Well, that's... Not the equalizer. It's not the equal. The equal equalizer is, is going to come a few days later. Yeah, that's when it's equal. Yeah, daytime and nighttime. Exactly. Basically. Yeah, but but it, the but the twenty first is like when the the what is the everything just aligns something happens. It's the longest day of the year north of the equator due to the tilt of the North Pole and the sun. And oh right, yeah. Stuff, so. Yeah, and then opposite of solstice is equinox, and uh, we're definitely not doing that. Yeah, you know, it's really nice being able to go out at 6.30 and play a full 18 yeah. holes of disc golf out there. Yeah. I, I just mean, like it being daylight. I go hit the pool after work. Yeah. So it's a good time. And it's been warmer. I need the pool to warm up a little bit. but Oh, that's right. They opened your pool. Yeah, it's a good time. Well, I guess summer summer is actually here. Yeah, the weather pattern um, after, like in the past four or five days, uh, is what we call backdoor, and this is really strange. I know people are just kind of raising their eyebrows or whatever, but we've had these poppers and activity going west, yeah, and southwest. Yeah, <laughs> that's unusual. You know, generally with these poppers, they do whatever they want to do. There's no steering mechanism at all on some of these poppers. Here lately, they've been going west, and people are like, why are the storms going west? Well, (laughs) they're not associated with any system pushing them through. You know, there's not 
a driving mechanism. They're, they're just firing there, and it's like whatever. Now, now an outflow boundary. We're going to talk about a lot more outflow boundaries in the weather school. Um, but yeah, you get one of those outflow boundaries about three or four o'clock, and that that its cooler runs into some more energy, and you're going to have to just sometimes they're dry by the time they get here. Sometimes they spark activity along the way. Now, an outflow boundary is produced by a thunderstorm that's kind of in a decaying state. It's it's kind of pushing out some uh, a boundary, but it means it's generally uh, weakening a little bit. Yeah. And it pushes out some, uh, well, it cools things down. You can know, there's a noticeable wind gust. I felt one the other day. Uh, Springfield had one that goes through, that went through. There was a beautiful one on radar the other day. That was amazing. We had like it, a it, line it set it up. It kind of washed out the further south it got towards Branson, so I didn't get to really experience what it was going to be like. Yeah. But it was really cool looking on radar, wasn't it? It was huge. It was. It was and, and I set up a time lapse. that I didn't do anything with it because like, yeah. eh, it's nothing. But that one was, was traveling to the southwest from like St. Louis area. And then the other day, here was, we had something set up in southeast Kansas to northwest Arkansas and generated one going the other way. I'm like, yeah, those outflow <laughs> boundaries can be going any which direction on radar and all intersect every now yeah. and then. And I, there were some storms f- uh, firing on these outflow boundaries the other day. And uh-huh. uh, yesterday, was it, when was that? Was it the other side of Taney County? We had a, it looked like two storms that kind of merged together. And oh, I know what you're talking there was about. Some hail and an uh-huh. interesting wind velocity on that for a minute. Oh, I know what you mean because it kind of got green and red. It's like mm, yeah, it's not tight. But that's but where the hail was, so it's probably an updraft or something. It, yeah, exactly. So, and I think Springfield at one point got under a flood advisory. For, yeah, they did up there. Yeah, because sometimes we've got to say those poppers don't move. Sometimes. They, oh, absolutely. And, and it, it rains and it rains oh and it rains and they God. don't move. Yeah, and, and they could be tiny. It could be not raining across the street. <laughs> right. Yeah, see, that's a crazy thing. I, I think what well, you texted me and you said you got exactly a quarter inch, and I mm. texted you back and said I got exactly a quarter inch less than you. Right. <laughs> yep. It was absolutely nothing. Well, at first I thought you were going to get the storm or the rain out of that one, uh-huh. but then that portion weakened and it formed right north of that. <laughs> so. Yeah. It, it just latched, happens. latched onto another piece of energy. Yeah. Uh, and that's why they're so in- unpredictable because people will say, you know, is, is, is a, one going to develop over like Reed Spring? It's like there is no way no to tell. No way to know. Uh, we can just do an, an area. Right. Um, but that could be changing. Uh, I'm going to get to your model minute in a minute because I want to I want to find out what's going on. But meanwhile, temperatures really are well above average. The normal high for Springfield like today is 83 and 62 mm-hmm. for the low. And next week, which, it, oh, I forgot to change the date again. What is it? 613? Yeah. <laughs> I still have 529 on here. Uh, 85 and 64. So we are definitely in the throes of summer. So now, okay, so here's the question I want to know. Will it cool down? Is there a pattern shift coming is there any chance of organized drains? Well, so, I've heard rumors, so. Well, let's get to your next segment then. Model Minute, Model Minute. What do they say? It's the Model Minute. Yeah, so answer all those questions and tell me what's going on. The answer is, yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, that's 
What do you consider a pattern shift? A, a pattern shift would be a more active pattern. Um, I just I just been hearing things left and right, and I don't know who to believe. Um, one one agency said that by the end, uh, by the weekend, it it the pattern's going to shift and bring in more more rain. We'll get some actual. Well, that's but, what I'm looking at. Okay, so that all Saturday. Right. Okay. And I, I took a gander at the old uh, forecast grid because it's always spot on. Gosh. <clears throat> it's about as reliable as the models. At this. Ah, there you go. <laughs> but uh, Exactly. There's some interesting stuff going on on Saturday. It could be a, a little more widespread. Definitely not popper situation. Looks like we got some oh. kind of a... Some kind of a disturbance moving right through southwest Missouri most oh. of Saturday. Maybe some thunder. Okay. This is interesting for me because I have things going on outdoors on Saturday. Oh, great. I mean, it's just work. but Yeah. But there's big to-dos out there going on. So oh. um, after Saturday, though, I mean, there's some interesting stuff. About 10 days out, northern half of Missouri, but it's big. It's huge. Oh. That's 10 days out. Yeah, could again, shift. so. It could shift, though. Exactly. Could shift. Well, again, this is not a forecast. This is what we're looking at. And we we had, a, in my opinion, a light, severe weather season. I mean, we had our severe weather episodes, but it could have been worse. Yeah. Maybe it's late. I've seen it late before. Yeah. yeah. Nothing too bad to write home about, though. So okay, there's two uh, two areas of concern. One in northern, another northern half of Missouri, ten days out. But Saturday is southwest Missouri. Does it look like a, a washout? Doesn't look like a washout just yet. Okay, so it could be interesting though. Yeah, it I mean, has the potential. Wh- what do you got for Sunday? And I'll tell you why. I'm actually looking at the completely accurate. F- forecast grid right now well, i uh, gotta zoom into the day because oh, okay. i can't i'm getting old <laughs> you need some need some glasses no the the grid and again this is way out says sunday showers likely with thunderstorms possible after one sunday or saturday sunday what do they say for saturday saturday a chance of showers with thunderstorms also also possible after one so a chance uh, means anywhere from 30 40 to 50 percent what date is sunday uh the 11th yeah, it is. It is. Okay. Yep. There's one round on Saturday. Yeah. There's another round on Sunday. Okay. It's not as concerning looking as Saturday, though. Really? Okay. Hmm. I mean, there's a chance, but no, not not too bad. Well, it's going to be cooler, so I'm wondering if the if another cold front does it look like it could be a cold front coming through Saturday? Because the high on Sunday is 82. It definitely could be. It stretches from. Iowa down to Texas. Oh, gosh. Okay. It's broken, though. Yeah. So, uh, temperatures? Yeah. Well, I'm, the I'm hearing all sorts of has things. been talking, oh, it's going to get cooler. It's going to get cooler, maybe, a couple days. And you think cooler would be below normal? It's basically going to be normal, maybe a degree or two below normal. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because they're saying 82, 83. Well, that's normal. Right. It's cooler compared to what we have been, like up around 80, 90 and stuff. It's been not normal Mm -hmm. because it's been warmer than normal. Average, slightly, slightly below average, but then it goes right back up to 87 
two days later. So yeah, and uh, yeah, well, Wednesday is ninety. We've been right stuck at ninety for a few days here. Yeah, you know? that's true. And, you know, 20% chance of poppers, you know, well, Wednesday evening, maybe. Okay. But, you know, how we've been saying, even though poppers aren't on the forecast grid, there could still be poppers. And there was today to our south into Arkansas, Oklahoma had thunder, Miami had thunder today. Oh, I missed all of that. So they they were out there, they just weren't here. Gotcha. Yeah, I went to see my mom today, so, but the sky's... It, see, the sky seemed a little filtered. Well, that's because of the Canadian wildfire smoke. <gasps> oh. Yes, 100%. So, yeah, okay. take a gander at our smoke app later and see if we can see anything on there now. It was filtered just now. I was going to do the sunset, but it, it went through that smoke, and it, I just couldn't even see it. But, that's uh, weird. Yep. And it's been here all week, basically. Okay, so that's that kind of hazy uh-huh. filter. Well, this morning, I thought it was almost overcast. But it was that smoke. It was haze. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Now, Thursday, 84 for a high. That's normal. That's normal, right. 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m. Now, that is that is like a cold front. I put the quote, yeah. quotes on the cold front. Right. Um, yeah, and then I think, isn't Friday supposed to be good? Uh, Friday is back to 86. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, so that's we're, we're warm. Saturday is 87. That's in your... Showers start to move in, yeah. But uh, it has to be a cold. For, and, and Sunday's not down to about eighty three. Monday eighty two. Okay, I like that. So that's a little below. Well, hopefully, and the, then Tuesday back up to eighty seven. Yeah, because before Memorial Day, it it was warm, but it wasn't really muggy. And then mm-hmm. the mug started coming up it, a little bit. Yeah, it did. So I'm it hoping did. that maybe by Monday after this, muggy equals poppers, in my opinion. Oh I yeah, mean, yeah. So. Total moisture. Um, interesting to watch for this thing on Saturday. I mean, this is Tuesday. Yeah, five days. But uh, days. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what they say. I rarely check the SPC anymore because, you know, I'm busy. and. Well, all the severe stuff has been, like, out in Texas up through we've had, western Kansas. We've had some marginal in the area. Like, tomorrow's marginal for... Parts of the Ozarks, not here, but up to our north and east. Oh, really? You know, Rolla and... I have not even looked eh, at that. Maybe a little further south than that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I... Okay. I, that's brand new to me. I'm like you. I haven't even looked at Well, I get those <laughs> alerts on my watch. I kind of knew about that one. Oh, okay. But nothing coming up in the next seven days on the uh, Storm Prediction Center, on the Convective Outlook, anyway, that looks yeah. anything... Interesting. The rainfall for the next seven days doesn't look all that spectacular either. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I don't know if you realize it, but we're dry. Yeah. We are talk, dry. You want to talk about the drought My now? My cave or? is dry. Oh, really? Yeah, I need some, need some water in there. Everything's kind of drying up. Take a big bucket down there. Could. <laughs> Could. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the drought. You yeah. know what? Yeah, what's going on? Let me pull up the the latest graphic, which, you know, samples, really, this is going to be last week's drought graphic, because Mm, mm -hmm. the samples are taken on Tuesdays. Today is Tuesday, but but the graphics aren't posted till Thursday. So, they sampled a new area today. I don't think it's going to get any better. Probably a little bit worse. But all of southwest Missouri is uh, 
abnormally dry again. We were, well, not all of us. <sighs> Dang it. Not all of us. Springfield's normal. Just a little swath of uh, white, meaning normal, over Lawrence, Green, Webster counties. But right down here where we're at, it's in the yellow. That means abnormally dry. But I'm telling you what, to our north, in mm. north-central Missouri, we're talking extreme dry. And it's a pretty good-sized area, and it's growing every week. <sighs> every week. We don't need this. This is something to watch, guys. Uh it well, this was the May thirtieth outlook. Okay, way too early for a drought. Oh, course, I know. Of course, last week we were not in abnormally dry, but the week before that we were. Yeah, yeah. We it, had a very dry April, and it's starting to show. Dry May too, and we're poppers uh, aren't going to help that. No, no. And July and August aren't typically known for their heavy rainfall. I um, mean, typically, we're always in a drought by then anyway. If we have a wet spring. Maybe oh. we're in a reverse pattern where we're yeah. going to have a wetter we August. Had, we had all that, that. happens. Oh, yeah, it, that's true. But like in the spring, we did. We were over. Weren't we? No. Not we, in April. No, April was the inch in 82. Low, low, low. <laughs> I'm not sure about March, though. I have, to, I have to go back and check. We haven't got a good, good rain in quite a while. Yeah. No, I say good rain, which is a flooding rain. That cave did flood a couple times in March. Yeah. March 3rd was a big rain, maybe three to four inches. But not everybody got that. Just kind of hit and miss. I mean, it wasn't a popper situation. Yeah. But then it flooded again a couple weeks later. <sighs> but that's a good three inches will flood the cave. Not a big deal. Oh, okay. But I remember back in, you know, there was times in the past five, six years, we got... Eight inches of rain in one day. You know, we 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 did. Yeah, we did. And that's we don't that 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 you don't want. No, that's too much. Now, <laughs> in a month or two weeks or three weeks, that's fine. Yeah, you know, that's still gonna be wet, but it takes that to 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 sustain the the water table. To you know, well, that's why I've always said it. It, it doesn't need to come all at once. It just needs to be spread out. <laughs> You know, and let the ground soak it up and rain a little bit more and let's soak it up. And the trees like it, too. I mean. And we're not in a full El Nino yet. We're not in an El Nino yet, really. No. It's coming, they say. They said the second Thursday, because I did check. Yeah. So that would be this upcoming Thursday will right. be the update. Right. I will say, with my little little thing, they said an El Nino watch has been issued. But right now, we are in neutral conditions. Yeah, but what is that going to do for our rain chances? Yeah, I I know. It's been so long since we've had an El Nino that I really don't recall. I forgot, yeah. It's been so long because we've been sucking that La Nina pattern for years. You know, that's that's something I need to do for next week is just... Yeah, kind of compare past El Ninos. Yeah, I'm see, I'm writing it right down now. There you go. There, okay. Let's see if I remember. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know what we need? We need a nice tropical system, and guess what? Tropical, tropical, tropical. It's tropical. Yes, we're now bringing back the tropics update. Uh, we, we, I've kind of axed the pollen thing. I'll, everybody's, everybody, everything's kind of blooming now. Grasses are high. You know, blah, blah, blah. But we had our first little taste of something. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. I mean, it was good a, as it could be, I guess. It was, it was a nothing a, burger, but. <laughs> well, it formed in the Gulf. There was a tropical depression. 
it, 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 you know, 35 miles an hour winds real fast and just died out. It wasn't even yeah. going towards any land, really. No, it was sitting there. Uh, now, it, it did reach Tropical Storm. Yeah. Uh, barely. 39 mile an hour higher is Tropical Storm. It reached 40, and it didn't stay, what, 12 hours? <laughs> it just no, collapsed again. it did. But we have Arlene. So we have got the first one down. I mean, it's not a hurricane, but... And, no. and it's gone. Nothing left. No. And uh, remember, it was Tropical Depression, TD2. And mm-hmm. I, I ask you, it's like... Why is it not one? You know? <laughs> and uh, that is because I researched that because in January there was a tropical system that they didn't pay attention to. So they didn't name it or didn't invest it or anything. And going back on satellite and reconnaissance and all kinds of stuff, they realized that was actually TD1. So this so Arlene was technically TD2. It's not the first time they've done that. They're sneaky that way, too. Yeah, it isn't the first time. Wait a second. Because we keep track of that kind of thing, you know? Especially now. Little red X's and yellow X's and areas of interest and invest. Speaking of the yellow X, up near the Azores, Mm -hmm. way up there in the Northeast, there's there's a yellow X. It's called a non-tropical area of low pressure. Uh, The... Uh, okay, this is where this new thing came out. You remember why we say, you know, they have a, you know, three-day probability or, or one-day yeah. and then five-day probability? Yeah. Now it's seven-day probability. Mm. That's where that five to seven comes in. It's this thing. So they're giving a forecast, uh, the the probability of it becoming something in seven days instead of five days is 10%. So that's, that's not going to be anything. That's nothing. I mean... No, and it's subtropical, so I, I think I think they're bored. <laughs> oh, looky be. there! <laughs> Let's put a yellow X up there. <laughs> it's not <laughs> Colorado State. All these uh, hurricane expert, uh, mm. they they've kind of downgraded their their outlooks a little bit. Yeah, it's not gonna. It hasn't been too interesting so far. Of course, we have El Nino. I haven't seen any sand coming through, but there's they always oh, it always right. starts around June, July that area. I forgot about the sand, Saharan oh. dust. Yes, and it squashes hurricane development. Well, and out this smoke, all this smoke coming in, it's like, <sighs> yeah, well, it's coming from Canada, but it's kind of wrapping around almost to the east coast, and then and then brushing us coming back up. Kinda oh, like kind of like. A, an apostrophe. Really? Yeah. I haven't even paid any yeah. attention to it. I should I should post something. I, I didn't even realize that this... I, I wouldn't call it hazy. It's not hazy. It's like filtered because it's so high up there. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, we're not getting a full full sunshine. Right. I need to, I need to do that. So Anyway, we... Uh, oh, nothing in the, in the Pacific and nothing around Hawaii. So anyway, we talked about outflow boundaries, those cool outflow boundaries. So this would be an optimum time to review what exactly outflow boundaries are and how they behave. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. A strong thunderstorm has generated an outflow boundary and it's headed this way. Is it dangerous? What exactly is an outflow boundary anyway? 
You hear us talk a lot about outflow boundaries, so let's get into exactly what they are. An outflow boundary, also known as a gust front or an OB, is a boundary separating thunderstorm-cooled air, or outflow, from the surrounding air, similar in effect to a cold front, with its passage marked by a wind shift and usually a drop in temperature and a related pressure jump. Outflow boundaries can persist for several hours after the thunderstorms that generated them dissipate, and they can travel hundreds of miles from their area of origin. New thunderstorms sometimes develop along outflow boundaries, especially near the point of intersection with another boundary, like a cold front, a dry line, or another outflow boundary. Outflow boundaries can be seen either as fine lines on weather radar imagery or as arcs of low clouds on weather satellite imagery. From the ground, outflow boundaries can be associated with the appearance of roll clouds and shelf clouds. These clouds look quite ominous but are harmless. However, a thunderstorm could be ongoing just behind it. Outflow boundaries create low-level wind shear, and that can be hazardous during aircraft takeoffs and landings. If a thunderstorm runs into an outflow boundary, the low-level wind shear from the boundary can cause thunderstorms to exhibit rotation at the base of the storm, at times causing tornadic activity. Strong versions of these features, known as downbursts, can be generated in environments of vertical wind shear and mid-level dry air. Outflow boundary generation is sometimes referred to as the last hurrah of a thunderstorm. In order for thunderstorms to maintain strength, a persistent updraft must be present. Once the updraft wanes, then colder and denser air trapped in the upper part of the thunderstorm will fall to the ground. Once the colder air reaches the ground, then it has nowhere to go except outward and it pushes away from the dying thunderstorm. The edge of the outflow boundary can often be detected by radar. In extreme cases, this crashing of the colder air to the surface can be intense and is known as a microburst. By definition, a microburst is a small-scale downdraft produced by a thunderstorm. A microburst can be particularly dangerous to aircraft, especially during landing due to the wind shear caused by its gust front, and flight crew training goes to great lengths on how to properly recover from a microburst or wind shear event. Microbursts have a diameter of influence less than two and a half miles, while macrobursts occur over a diameter greater than two and a half miles. Wet microbursts occur in atmospheres where the low levels are saturated, while dry microbursts occur in drier atmospheres from high-based thunderstorms. At ground level, shelf clouds and roll clouds can be seen at the leading edge of outflow boundaries. Through satellite imagery, an arc cloud is visible as an arc of low clouds spreading out from a thunderstorm. 
If the skies are cloudy behind the arc, or if the arc is moving quickly, high wind gusts are likely behind the gust front. Sometimes a gust front can be seen on weather radar, showing as a thin arc or line of weak radar echoes pushing out from a collapsing storm. The thin line of weak radar echoes is known as a fine line. Occasionally, winds caused by the gust front are so high in velocity that they also show up on radar. This cool outdraft can then energize other storms, which it hits by assisting in updrafts. Gust fronts colliding from two storms can even create new storms. Overall, outflow boundaries are quite interesting to look at on radar. In the summertime, it's refreshing when one of these outflow boundaries moves through your area. It will temporarily create cooler temperatures and provide a nice breeze. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And if an outflow boundary comes along your way, like my mother, I always warn her, she goes and sits out on the porch swing and all of a sudden this big, cool gust of wind comes in. She texts me and says, that feels awesome. <laughs> yeah, it does. It feels good. Yeah. That's oh, a pretty... kind of, you know, for, for the people who don't know what it is, uh-huh. it, some of them can look scary. Oh, yeah. They look... Sometimes, sometimes they roll. Yeah. <laughs> there's roll clouds, some scud coming down. It kind of looks scary. And, and the wind comes up. They're thinking, oh, uh-oh. And a big, you know, you're in a <laughs> sunny, warm day, and all of a sudden you get with a, you know, hit with a cold gust of air. It scares people. It's like, oh, wait a second. Cold and hot mixing together. Oh. What's that? You know, and the roll clouds. No. It's usually yeah, it could be an scary. outflow boundary. <laughs> Yeah, and, and then they go north of us, and I try to capture. I've captured a couple of really cool OBs on, on the on the time lapse before. Mm. It's about that time. Now, you can really notice those OBs in, in July and August when you get 90 to 95-degree days and, like, high humidity, and then suddenly your temperature's 75 and the humidity drops. I mean, you will really notice And they're more... They're more numerous, too, I think. I mean, later on in the summer, you, know, you get these poppers, and they just start flying all over the place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and if it's early enough, like we say, you know, they'll run into some more energy and start firing mm-hmm. stuff out of there. Okay, <clears throat> well, it's time for in other news. I only have one thing. Uh, have you heard about that typhoon Mawar? I heard it's yeah, I heard about it last week. Man, that Guam. thing is going. It's it's uh, okay. How they say it? It's the fifth strongest typhoon globally. In like the past, I don't know, five years. I don't know. I have to read that. I I forgot to write that part down. But it's very powerful, and uh, it went. It hit Guam at the equivalent of a Category Four. Uh, it was going west northwest, and poor people in Guam, man. Uh, it, after it went over Guam, it kind of strengthened again. It went to a Cat Five, and the check this out. The highest. Wind speed that typhoon had was 185 miles per hour. Wow! A Cat Five is one 155. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
and that we're talking sustained. The the gusts were like two oh five. So this thing was a monster. And the other thing, it was just completely amazing. The 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 lowest the pressure got, the central minimum pressure, was eight hundred ninety seven millibars. So uh, that tells you something. I know all the people that know weather and hear soccer are like, ooh, wait a minute. Wait. Yeah, that's a pretty powerful hurricane. Well, typhoon over there. So that's really all I got. I mean, <laughs> what do you got over there? Um, Travis Meyer put out a graphic about tornadoes in May in Oklahoma. Mm. And 2023 was the least amount of tornadoes in the past nine Mays by far, really. Uh, well, actually, 2022 had 18 more tornadoes than 2023. 2023 only had 10 tornadoes for May in Oklahoma. It seems like, are you sure? That seems like they had a lot more than that. Not confirmed tornadoes on the ground. Okay. Ten. Uh, wow. Yeah. Now, 2022 had 28, but 2021 only had 11. One more than the least amount. Okay. 2019 had 105. So Whoa. it varies, but yeah, 10 tornadoes in the month of May in all of Oklahoma. So. Holy cow, a hundred how what'd you say a hundred and five and twenty nineteen. Holy cow. Okay, now now I need to clarify, we're not talking tornado warnings. We're no, talking we're tornadoes talking tor- confirmed confirmed on the ground. Because we verified because you know there's been a ton of tornado warnings. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. radar indicated. These rotation. are the ones they actually go out and survey damage and stuff like that. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Wow. I wonder what Missouri is. I mean, we didn't have I don't think we've had we have any <laughs> I don't well, yeah, well, wait a minute. We we've had, had a couple, two or three. Yeah, like EF zeros or EF ones. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking was that about May it, May or was that in April? I don't know. Oh, it could have been in April. Yeah. I'll say this year. <laughs> yeah, but nothing. I mean, it hasn't been too uh, too severe of a season. Now, you know. Now they did say okay. Now I I, I know. It's right on the tip of my forehead, right here. It's like back. When they had a strong El Nino, the severe season in the Midwest was heightened. Now, I'm, I'm going to go back and like really do an an, uh, analysis on that for it next It seems week. like you're right. Because La Nina just kind of is... Timing was a little off for that, for yeah. spring. Right. What's it going to do for our fall season, though? That could be okay. interesting. We haven't had a really good burst of color in a while, have well, we? Well, I'm not talking about the, the, the color, and if it remains dry, we're not going to get one. Yeah. Uh, might not even get any green in August. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we have a second severe weather season, I call it. It's not really. but uh, It is. Fall, no, you're right. Yeah. September, October. Just wondering if an El Nino wouldn't you know, crank that up a little bit. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very, very curious Because about it that. should be in full swing by by. Fall, I would think. Oh gosh, yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, yeah, because then we're starting to get that, you know, that cold air. I mean, I mean, this, obviously the stronger season is in spring, but yeah, you still got some stuff out there in. Uh... Oh, we've had very tornadic uh, September's in this area before. Even in December, we've had tornadoes. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, they they can occur every month of the year, oh, they, yeah. and they have. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. We'll have to watch it. I mean, well, now I'm just curious next week is to to get that El Nino, the you know, second Thursday, mm-hmm. then to see what they're actually going to say about it. Right. 
Okay, is that all you got? That's all I got. Okay, it's got to get to the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. And we're back in June with the storm dry weather word of the week. So, Corey, what is it this week? It's uh, something I do not have. Oh, me either. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I am I wouldn't know about one of them, but I, I wish I would know because I've never <laughs> been in one. Okay. Lilapsophobia. There you go. That's a big word for what it is. Lilapsophobia is like, I've never heard of that word. I think before. a lot of people have this. Yes. Yeah, so what is the definition? It's a fear of hurricanes or tornadoes. Yes. You know, I think I think they should have a hurricane should have its own word and tornado should have its own I word. I agree. And maybe they do. But right. you know you're you have a fear of Well what what are you afraid of when you're afraid of a tornado or a hurricane? Do you have a fear of the storm itself? Do you have a fear of the unknown? You don't know what's gonna happen? Do you have a fear of uh not being prepared for something? What is your fear of a or are you just Scared that uh, no. you're gonna be homeless because a tornado's gonna hit your house. It's that, a little bit of everything. Well, it's the same. I can always relate it back to the the leap year tornado. Yeah. Because when I brought Karen to the basement, and I was watching it, it's the it, part of it is the fear of the unknown. I knew it was going through Branson, mm-hmm. but how close is it going to get to my house? But and, that's different because there was a tornado on the ground with power flashes, and we knew about it. Yes, but there's people for afraid, and they'll get on Stormdar and anywhere. This tornado could be, you know, the threat of a tornado the next day, and they're freaking out. Yeah, that. Yeah, that. That's, that's true. when they're asking, "What about Ridgedale? What about Reed Spring?" You know, and and that. I mean, I understand that. I totally, I totally understand. But would it. that be considered the same thing as lilap so sophobia? Yeah, sophopia. Sophopia. Wait a minute. That's close. Uh, okay. <laughs> Actually, I kind of like that. I do too. I do too. We'll, we'll call it that. Yeah. So, Lilapsophobia. Sophia, go. whatever you said. I, I have to play the tape back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I know I know people that are... There, there's another word for thunderstorms. It's garonophobia. Uh, shoot. Garonophobia, I think. That I don't know. I don't know. I should Sounds have. like you have to go to the doctor to get that cleared up. Yeah, well, I think get a big old shot for yeah. that. <laughs> I don't know. No, one of my one of our friends, uh, Melissa. Melissa, freshly. Oh, gee, I know Melissa. She, she yeah, she's she a, a nice storm shelter though, so she's she's good. Uh, yeah, so she shouldn't be have a lapse of phobia. A lot of people do though, and they it's do. okay. We understand that. That's why we're here. But but. It's just it. I think there should be different levels of of, of that, or oh, it could be called something different because everybody's scared when there's a tornado in your town, and you know it's tearing stuff up. That's completely different. That's yeah. That's natural fear, and you should be uh, fear afraid of that. Yeah, and know what to do. Right. Yeah. But, Don't panic. Right. But if you have a like a moderate risk for the next day. But if you're freaking out, and there are a lot of people, and uh, we were just talking about with a friend of ours, Connie who's uh, had surgery, she's staying with us for mm-hmm. a while. Some of her friends uh, are good followers of us. So I were asking, I was asking about them, and, and she was saying they have a legit fear of storms and yeah. they're here and that's fine. That's what we're here for. But don't fear the unknown. You know, and that's it. And that's why, that's how I helped Melissa. And I love getting questions 
you know, when people ask us questions. I love it. And I always tell people, feel free to ask questions. If you don't understand something or if you're scared of something, I or you would be more than happy to explain mm-hmm. it to you. And it's knowing, it's knowing what's going on. And not because a lot of people don't follow weather like us because we're kind of nerdy about it. But, you know, if, if they see something on our site that says moderate risk for tomorrow, they don't know what to think. And so it's up to us, which I think we do a pretty good job, is to tell people, you know, just be prepared. Just pay attention to us. Don't freak out. <laughs> because, you know, and explain how storms develop, what the time frames, you know, just try to get, you know, and let them know. You don't have to be afraid. Mm-hmm. You just need to be prepared. And that's the big thing. Yep. So there. And by the way, I, I've stumbled onto the phobia, so we're going to have a lot more. Oh, good. Pho- <laughs> but I really want to f- figure I think it's goranophobia. Or is that garanimals? Uh, is that what I'm thinking of? No. The, no, the, no. You know what the garanimals are. Of course you would. You have children. <laughs> I wore that when I was a kid. They really? might not have it anymore. I don't know what. I, I'm much older than you. I, mean, <laughs> I think a diaper. I have to ask my mom. Mom, mm. text me after you hear this. Did, did I wear a diaper? I don't know. Well, boy, that was packed. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, good times. Dropped my phone. So, yeah, you got anything else going on? I got nothing. Well, uh, I guess then the, the thing about it is... Uh, like you said in the model minute, we could have a chance of some showers and maybe some storms. Yeah. Poppers. It's nothing huge. Not seeing severe weather. Not yet. Well, tomorrow, I, you got me, my interest peaked now. I had no idea it was going to Marjol. No well, idea. Well, it's not for us. No, it's no, no. It's close to us. Central I mean, Missouri. But yeah. But you know that's going to change. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to change. Probably so change we'll tonight. Probably. Yeah. I may not be up for it. So No. Okay, well, I hope everybody enjoyed their Memorial Day weekend. And, you know, be safe when you're out on the boats if you're out there. So I think it's time to wrap this thing up then. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page and be sure to like or comment on our post to have us show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Corey, fix the radar. We have the radar and everything back. So, anyway. Well, that does it for this time. So, join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. Podcast.